T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, everybody. So glad you have your dial tuned here to Tech Vibe Radio on a Friday night midwise choice. Huge choice. Huge choice. <laughs> Huge wide choice. Yeah, this is an opportunity to learn about the companies, the people. It's not really the companies. It's the people behind the companies. It's, it is always about the people, isn't it? It is. That's why we like doing the show because you see these big company names, acronyms, and all this crazy tech stuff. But at the end of the day, it's the men and women behind these companies that are making them happen. And they all got great stories to tell. They have great stories to tell. Anyone who's building a company My hat's has, off to you. Yeah. Great stories Without to tell. Without a doubt. No, I think it's great. So, we, yeah, we got some stuff coming up in this uh, fine off, month of April. Yeah, how did it become April already? Like, oh my. Right. So we have our CIO Awards, which yes. is the Chief Innovation Officer Awards, which also now includes people who lead security. CISOs. Right. Sometimes they're Director of Security or they're Chief Information Security Officers. It's like an alphabet soup of But the cool titles. thing is, is this is a night where we really celebrate those people who are yeah. really leading both the back end and the front end of many of the businesses that they rest in. Exactly and right. my, the back end means that they're keeping the lights on, that they're making sure everyone's got the tools they need to do their job. Your email works. And any tool, right? right. Any kind of tool, <clears throat> both hardware and software. And the demands are just nothing like they were a few years ago. Oh, yeah. It used to be, should you bring your device to work? It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we don't funny. even have, we don't even call it bring your own device, device to work anymore. So got. <laughs> everyone comes with their devices and we figure out ways to accommodate them and make sure that they're secure. So you've, you know, you've got these roles that these chief information officers have of nonprofits, they're running nonprofits, yeah. big companies. Yep. Mid-sized companies, and uh, it's a very interesting cast of work that they're all, it is. Uh, you know, attending to. Uh, many of these people, when they took their jobs and you look at their career journey, they never really matriculated academically. Good they, point. Very good point. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. they were math majors. Sometimes they were a little bit of comp sci, but mostly, right. They were people who had a little bit of blend of business and information technology. So it's a great night to just celebrate a whole crowd. So it's, you have a list of who these people are? April 19th, we're going to announce the winners. And it, uh, I'm very excited about it because I tell you what, it is the night to be there. Yes, we have got a, If you go to pghtech.org, on our site, there's a big old banner there. Click on it. It's for CIO of the Year. You can get a listing of all of the finalists. And we're going to announce the winners out of that. And you got to be there. And I tell you what, there's still some tickets left. We sell it out every year. There is about 700 people that show up. So it is a huge event. And it's a great night to network and just get to meet these men and women that are driving these companies. And what I noticed this year, Audrey, we've got quite a few women finalists this year, which I'm very excited about. Well, no surprise. No surprise. But I'm just, I like seeing, there were years where we had no women finalists back in the early days, like 10 years ago. Was, we're, was, we are seeing some shifts. Yeah, we're, we're not we're seeing, seeing ships shifts. fast enough, but, fast we enough but we are seeing, seeing shifts. shifts. And Absolutely. I'm very excited by that. Yeah. So April 19th, go to pghtech.org and you can learn more about it.
So tonight's show, Audrey, we've got some great guests. We have a little homecoming on today's show. Really? Our own Justin Driscoll, who left us a few a few months ago to right. go to the new so tech elevator. So excited for him. We were so we were never so, I was never so happy and sad to see someone leave the Pittsburgh Technology Council. When when Justin Driscoll announced he was going to go run the Pittsburgh, uh, I guess, campus facilities of Tech Elevator, which is just spinning up now this spring to provide tech skills to folks and help place them into jobs to use those newfound tech skills. I think it's a great story. It is. So essentially, he's focusing in on trying to make sure that even someone like you. Right. Could go. Go. Immerse yourself for 14 weeks. 14 weeks. And perhaps finally get yourself a real job. That's what I'm hoping for. I might be part of the first cohort. I'd make it two weeks and I'd. Oh, you would. I'd go bonkers. Honestly, could I see you sitting there trying? You actually have good deductive logic. I do have deductive logic. I was a a, a fiend at programming in basic when I was in seventh grade. I mean, I I had my own little company. We talked about this before. I called it Data Voice. I, and I didn't want to actually sell. I wanted to rent my software to people. It was games I was making, and I wanted to rent them to people. But you had the idea. I had the idea, and it was 1985. That's all I can say. And then do you know what happened? What? I got a skateboard. and It all went wrong. It all went wrong, man. I mean, I was shredding on my board, but at the end of the day, like that didn't do me very well. Instead, I get to host this radio show. <laughs> Which I think is way more fun that than any kind so of programming. That is so funny. Isn't it so funny how different moments in your life Define all of a sudden it. cause a right or a left turn? Totally. I, I dropped the program. But you actually have good skills. You have great attention to detail. You have great yeah. acuity at trying to figure out how to solve problems. Yeah. Those are really yeah, important right. skills. You know, I got the mindset for it. Mm-hmm. You know? I just Sometimes it's just like I don't have the, uh, I get a little ADD. I want to do a bunch of things at once. I so. know. You can't. Sometimes that's really right. tough, right? But I was on the road towards that, and I just oh. lost interest in it. Cause we was, never would have met. We never would have met. So I'm glad it worked out the way it did. Wow. Because we get to do this show every Friday to the folks that did make the left turn at the right turn where I made the other turn and got on my Santa Cruz skateboard and <laughs> skated into history. <laughs> I'm just saying, so I'm excited to have Justin talk about the whole tech elevator and how it's bringing skills to Great. people because hey, people need skills and companies need people so it's a good mix going on there we also have on the air with us tonight chris cochran from blue chip he's in he's hasn't been on the show in about four or five years i know where's he been he's moving in group i don't we're gonna find out that's what i'm excited the word about. is that he's got like different offices that are outside of the state i know he's like he's moving and grooving that's exciting and in another month from now the isef the International Science and uh, Engineering Fair is coming to International. Pittsburgh. International. Mind you. International. I guess this is our third cycle. Third cycle. So meaning that it, it will be the last time it comes here under contract. Under so contract. hopefully we got to win it back. I think you bring back, they bring like four or 5,000 people here from all over the world that are the best and brightest I, yeah. of the science fair. I tell you what, I remember going to the first one. This was how many years ago? And I got to observe. Yeah, I've been. It's really. I, I never, I left feeling like, A, like I'm a complete idiot because I don't know anything. I mean, these, you're talking some, these are the smartest kids. I mean, these are high school kids working on projects you would think, you know, a, a research, you know, person would be working on who, someone who's got years and years of experience, like in, in the real world, you know, not just at home and, and in high school. So super smart kids working on crazy projects. And to me, it's just like, Wow. Like, you know what? We've got some talent in this country, in the world. 
people are thinking about things that people weren't thinking about 15, 20 years ago. Just the level of sophistication blows my mind. And I'm excited to have it here in Pittsburgh. I think it's fantastic. And rumor has it, if I wanted to be, I could maybe be a judge. I think you should be. I don't you know. have, I mean, I don't, even just one night. Just one, it would have to be in one of the uh, more squishier categories. Squishier? It, it, yeah, something, it can't be like like heavy-duty engineering. It's got to be something like on the softer side of things, just because. Okay, but I think you'd be great. And rumor has it, they'll feed you and it's free parking at the convention center to make this happen. But anyhow, we have, we had them stopping by to talk about that today. Chuck Boykich is stopping by. And he's going to let us know about all the details. And I encourage everyone to, to really learn more about this because this is a great way to engage, help students also make some connections as far as it is. So, I don't know, fun stuff in front of us. Just think about the fact, Audrey, 35 years the Tech Council's been doing what it's doing. 35 years. I'm going to say that every show, 35 years. We need to get, like, matching tattoos with 35 on it. Or you get a three and I get a five, or you get a five and I get a three. Oh, that's a right? great idea. Yeah, we just put the things together and it says 35. Stay 35 alive. years. Exactly. Anyhow, learn more about us at pghtech.org. We love helping tech companies succeed. As I said, doing it since 1983, 35 years. We'll be right back after this quick break. This is Jonathan Kirshning. And this is Audrey Russo. Welcome back, everybody. I am so glad you are joining us tonight for Tech Vibe Radio. Audrey, it's a great night, is it not? It is a great night. Because we've got a great guest with us. We're on really important stuff. You know how important it is to get the kids interested in science Technology, engineering, mathematics, all the stuff that we just we can't give enough to these kids. And we got a guy here with us that's sure really do. making this happen in a we, huge way, putting a big spotlight on it. So who do we have with us tonight? Hello, Chuck. How are you? I'm good, Audrey. How it are you? It is so yeah. great to have you here. Yep. We have Chuck Vukovic. Vukovic. Am I saying it the right Vukovic. way? Vukovic. 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 Nobody okay. ever gets it right. <laughs> but everybody Vukovic. always remembers it. But I always remember it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we are thrilled to have you here. And this annual event is pretty important. It gets more important year after year. So that's the cool thing. It yep. doesn't really die down. The Science and Engineering the, Fair. The Intel. International, international. Science and Engineering Fair. Right. right. With the Intel. And right. you've... Um, you know, you bring a lot of passion to this and a lot of perspective. And why is that? How did you get started? Oh, geez. I have been involved with Science Fair since 1992. Great. Um, working, I, you know, with the Pittsburgh Regional Science and Engineering Fair. And then uh, around 2004, I got involved with the Intel International Science and Engineering Fair. I went to judge. We went to Indianapolis uh, and I went to Cleveland and... But things really took off in 2010 because Pittsburgh was 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 a group in a group of 20 cities who um, who made a bid to take on the science fair every three years in a three year rotation. I forgot and about so, that. Right, right. Yeah. So we won along with Phoenix and Los Angeles, and so. It's been rotating for the last nine years, 2011, That's and great. next year will be the end of 2019, and we're here in May. In Pittsburgh, and uh, we're trying to do a really exciting job here uh, at, with the competition here in Pittsburgh. So, how? So, give people a little bit about that pitch yeah, and we, what we you're need looking the stats. for. The, we need well, the stats. When's the event, and okay. how can people? Well, pitch the it? event is okay. The event is May 13th to 18th. It's 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 more than just the competition. There's a public day on the 17th, which everyone right. should know about. You can come to the David L. Lawrence Convention Center, right. meet the kids, see the projects, have. Science demonstrations. We'll have 4,000 school kids who are coming in specifically for this. But the part I'm really 
involved with and excited about is the judging, the competition. We have over 1,700 students coming from 82 regions, countries, and territories. Uh, you name wow. it, they're coming from it. And these are the best and brightest kids in the world. These are kids who have won at their regional fairs or their wow. state fairs or their yeah. country fairs. I tell or, you what, you know, Chuck, I've been to these, and I, I leave these things Crazy. feeling really hopeful because I see how smart these kids are. I mean, they are working on things that are beyond college, I thought. Yes. And they're like, no, I'm like a junior. And, and they're, working, they're doing like, like, like gene ex- experimentation and things like that. I'm just like, it just blows my mind. It makes me realize our, yeah. our country's got some smart kids. Well, we does, and we have kids who, we, who, have, who have in the past taken their science fair projects, their high school science right. fair projects, turned them into businesses and million-dollar fortunes. That's amazing. Uh, we have a kid from Pittsburgh who did just Are that. Are you serious? He has his own company now. He's working on, I don't know which million it is, but he's that's working on what several of those millions. That's what I'm talking so, about. So we want, to get our, we want to get our listeners and our tech companies engaged with us. We need judges. We need people to stop out and, and, and look at these great experiments and projects that these students have going on. How can they get involved? What, okay. what are the, well, the responsibilities? Well, well, first of all, I just want to mention, you know, we, we, I, I'm trying to recruit 1,000 judges. Wow. For locally? Locally. Well, for, actually, from around the world. Okay. We have people coming okay. from yeah. Saudi Arabia and right, Russia. Right, so they'll and be judges. I got okay. a guy coming, I've got a guy coming from Hanoi really? to come and judge in Pittsburgh. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, but so I'm trying to recruit 1,000 judges. And, you know, right now we have a bunch, we, I have a bunch of judges, and it's because we have this great network in Pittsburgh. You know, the Tech Council supports this, and our corporations, everything from, you know, the little two-guy entrepreneurship developing to PPG and right. you know all everybody in between University of Pittsburgh everybody in between Carnegie Mellon everybody is supporting this and recruiting judges from staff and faculty and the and the people that work there you know I have some presidents of companies coming that's what I love but uh, and and you know uh, uh, tech council promotes this with their members oh, and all we and we, we just news. we yeah. do this but it's it's really it's a great web and it's a great thing at Pittsburgh because the other cities they don't have quite the same network they don't have the same right. family feeling so we're all one big happy we family. are one family That's exactly we right. are one i family. like hearing that I so like hearing that so i need judges in we have 22 categories which cover the entirety of okay. science and technology right. engineering social science medicine by you name it if it's a science and technology thing right we've got it you got it there, there, so, there, there's a category for everybody there's out there a category for everybody their expertise be, and be and judge. you don't have to be a phd or an md or anything to be a judge so even a guy like me could come and say that's got, pretty cool you need six years professional experience okay and we're also taking senior level graduate students ah okay. so and 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 the commitment is tuesday may 15th from five to eight you come and have dinner you go and see the. You're getting the, fed. Why not show the, up? Oh God, Come we on. feed everybody really well. We have free parking at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center, and then you come the next day, all day on Wednesday. You get fed, fed, and fed, and you, well, you sign inter- me up. I feel it's like it's all fed. about food. You're exactly. up. So you're, could Jonathan you're, be a judge? You're, you're um, he could be. He's looking at me very I get suspect. To approve it. He's Dude, a little suspect. <laughs> I get to approve the judges. So okay. he's in if he wants to be in. But um, I think the easy way. So we're looking for our your listeners to come and uh, and and volunteer to judge, and I think you know the easiest way to do this is to go into your browser. Yes. you can do it on your smartphone. Yes, or on tablet, your computer, whatever. Give us the and URL. You, you no, I well, want not the just just put it in your browser. Okay, 
ISEF, ISEF, judge. ISEF space J-U-D-G-E. The first thing will come up is the link to the judging site, and you hit nice. the link, and so you're there, and simple. the rest just follow instructions. Just follow the instructions, fill out the forms. Yeah. I guess if you can't follow instructions, you shouldn't be a you judge. You shouldn't but be a judge. I do have some exactly. people who, who have advanced <laughs> degrees who can't follow Believe the instructions me. sometimes because exactly. I get these questions. Chuck, I can't get on the system. But that's how you. That's the easiest way to do it, you know, instead of trying to find I, the URL. I-S-E-F judge. I yeah. I encourage listeners yeah. to do that because it's a great way to get out, really be amongst the smartest kids in the world. Yes. And to track them. And to track them. And to them. track oh, them. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's amazing. It could be a good and, mm-hmm. and you're and you're meeting colleagues from around the world. Okay. I know. That's um, great. And, so who what kind of people that people who are listening to this, why might they be interested? Well, okay. One. You do. You're, you're promoting STEM education, and these may be if you're college or whatever. These may be your future students, your right. future employees. Your future I mean, boss. People here, yeah, right. you people future here boss. at Pittsburgh get it right. that this is all about training the right. next it's level the workforce pipeline. and the pipeline right. and bringing that in there, and um, and so that's why you get again you you'll meet people from around the world who are in your field. Yeah. You know, it might be the it's first crazy. time you get to meet somebody from Palestine or Saudi Arabia right. or Plus, from South Africa or South America who, you know, you don't know, but you'll you come up with uh, with people from all over the place. And, and I make met, it easy again, folks you make from it all easy. over the world. Free parking, That's free yes. food, great way to meet people. And maybe Love the it. biggest reason is yeah. this is the end of the contract. Intel is dropping as the name sponsor. Okay. And so there's going to be a new contract, and we're going to be. We got to show them the Pittsburgh. Wow, I do not know who the next sponsor is going to be, okay. but I know they're going to be there, and they're going to be watching. All right. So they're going to look for those thousand people on the well, ground. Chuck, thanks for stopping by because I S E F Judge. Go to search that. The page is going to come up. Apply. Be a judge. Hang out. Get some food. Get some free parking. Make some connections. Help some kids. Amen. I love it. Thank you so Thank much. You. We're Thank taking a quick so break. Thank you so much. We're coming back with more Tech Vibe Radio, I swear, every single Friday night. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. We are from the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. Our CIO of the Year Awards are right around the corner on April the 19th. Be there. Be square. I'm there. I'm no square. Welcome back, everybody. I am so glad you're able to hang out with us tonight on a Friday night when we bring you the best of what's happening in Pittsburgh's tech sector we like talking to tech companies people that are training folks for technology there's it's a whole ecosystem that makes pittsburgh work and i tell you what pittsburgh is working these days it's 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 actually blowing my mind when i think about all the activity happening in pittsburgh's technology sector and all the different elements that kind of come together to make it happen and tonight we have a very unique angle it's all about education everyone talks about all the tech jobs that are out there and all the employers that are in pittsburgh and i hear all the employers that are looking for qualified workers. And there's like this gap. There's a mix, a mix match or mismatch going on there. And, uh, and, and so you, you got to have the right skills. These are very highly specialized skills and not just skills, but mindsets and lifelong learning kind of aptitude that you need to have in order to participate in this economy, which we want everybody to participate in. One of our big things at the tech council is making sure that as all these tech companies grow and succeed, they can take the whole region with them. And we've got Tech Elevator. They're going to the top floor of Pittsburgh's tech sector. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help <laughs> I couldn't it. Help it I couldn't help it. And I got someone here who's near and dear to my heart and a tech council's heart, Justin Driscoll, who used to be on the PTC team, leading up our People and Cultures Initiative. 
tell you what, man, he made a big move and jumped on the tech elevator. He's leading up the Pittsburgh campus. That's right. So, Justin. Hey, Jonathan. Good to see you. Uh, good to see I'm you again. The same I, side of the microphone. Same side of the microphone. But I'm not a tech council employee. Exactly. I'm a tech elevator employee. Exactly. So, so. We, we can still talk about electric cars yeah, if we, we want still, to. We'll talk about Tesla later. We can do that later. Okay. And you, you brought somebody with you, Justin. I did. I think, I think it might be your boss. He is. Yeah. Who he do is. you have with us today? This is Anthony Hughes. He's Anthony? our CEO of Tech Hi. Elevator. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. Welcome to the show. We are, we are really pumped that Tech Elevator is in Pittsburgh, first off. We knew they were coming. You joined the council. We didn't know you were going to take our top guy, but that's okay. You're <laughs> allowed. No, we, we, we knew that with you putting Justin at the helm of this thing, that like you just increased your chance to succeed significantly. Yes. yes. Just saying that. Uh, so. you know, we, uh, the feeling is uh, it's very mutual about Pittsburgh. We've been, uh, we're just incredibly excited to be here. Um, this is a city, uh, an economy that I've admired personally Great. for at least a decade uh, living in Cleveland, so not too far away. Exactly. Uh, we won't uh, hold that against you either. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, we yeah, like, you know, there are no there are no Browns victories. No, know, there, right? I, apparently there <laughs> weren't any last year, were there? Yeah. Yeah, right. Even the parade kind of went yeah. flop, right? <laughs> um, but no, we're just incredibly excited to be here and very lucky that you know our vision and uh, right. the mission of the company aligns with what Justin so wants to do next. I've been dying to ask this question for the past five minutes. What's your elevator pitch for Tech Elevator? <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> so uh, the elevator pitch for Tech Elevator is that we are a vocational training program mm -hmm. focused on connecting bright, ambitious, driven individuals from uh, Midwestern communities mm -hmm. uh, with technology companies and, and career, career opportunities in technology. And we do gotcha. that through an intensive, short-form, 14-week training weeks. program. Get the skills to get the jobs that are out there, Absolutely. right? So what other cities are you in besides Pittsburgh? So um, our focus is on the Midwest. So we right. founded the company in 2015 in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. We expanded into Columbus okay. and also into Cincinnati. And so um, Pittsburgh is our fourth We're location. We're like the crown jewel then, right? Absolutely. Right. And yes. you got Justin here leading it up. So, yeah. so Justin, tell us about the Pittsburgh operations. Where are you guys located? When do you guys start spinning yeah. things? I know it's right around the corner. It is. I hear the bell ringing. <laughs> schools and session. We are, we are working. Uh, we are working hard every day to to pull this off. So our first cohort launches May 29th. We'll be on the uh, the north side okay. in a building called the House of Metal. The House of Metal. So it's on Pennsylvania Avenue, 901 okay. Pennsylvania. Uh, we'll have about 4,500 square feet, uh, two classrooms, a okay. great common area, kitchen space, because our students are really. Uh, they're everything to us. So we want to create yeah. a great environment for them to come in, not only learn the skills that they need, right. but also have a great environment to live in because they're going to be there 40, 50, 60 hours a week. I was going to say, yeah. They're, they're all 60. in those it's, 14 weeks. Are you getting special cots for them so they can just sleep? <laughs> we could probably arrange for a cot. <laughs> Hopefully not. But, I'm too tired uh, But we do have lots of coffee. Lots That's, and lots of coffee. Well, what kind of coffee? Well, we're working on that. Okay. So I, if you need suggestions, suggestions later, I can say there's some, some particular roasts and local roasters uh, that yes. might be of significance. So after we talk about Tesla, we'll talk well, about We'll coffee. do that. Coffee and cars. I feel yeah. like I'm back at the council with you again, Justin. <laughs> I'm just saying, getting, getting a little misty-eyed. Seinfeld episode. <laughs> a little Seinfeld. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So Tech Elevator, what is your website? Where can people go and learn more about you guys? So the website is techelevator.com. That's easy. easy enough. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And uh, on that website, we've got all the information about the program, okay. uh, the kinds of uh, career opportunities that our students are seeing, some right. stories that you can see, uh, just different kinds of uh, backgrounds of the kinds of students that come through our And program. from there, if you're looking to sign up, all that information is on there as well. If you want to join that first cohort that's taken off in May. So let's tell our listeners a little bit, like, I'm interested. What is it? What is the first cohort going to do? Maybe just walk us through what the curriculum is going to be you know, how bleary-eyed they're going to become because they're getting all this stuff crammed into their heads and 
give us a little example. Sure. So, so the cohort itself is 14 weeks. And okay. through the 14 weeks, we take them through uh, the full stack. Um, we'll be focusing initially on Java. We'll be adding a .NET track okay. uh, in the fall. How about Cold Fusion? Lots of Cold Fusion uh, no, going on, right? We oh, be man. Cold Fusion, no. <laughs> we'll pass that one. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, there are others who are you know, coveting the Cold Fusion market. Um, and so you know, what we do is we take them through the full stack. We start with language fundamentals. We move into databases. Right. We move into uh, uh, server side, then client side, and then we focus on a security module. Wow. All the way, uh, very f- much focusing on practical application of right. the Right. It's all going to be practical how you bring that right into a job. Yeah. Modern, uh, modern development methodologies, you know, agile principles, test-driven development, you know, things that are going to uh, set our students up on graduation to be uh, of value to employers from day one. Gotcha. So is there like a, a, a project at the end of the class, do you work on something that kind of shows you've taken all these skills and combine them, and then you can show a potential new employer with their new? So, do you earn a certificate, a degree? What, so it's a what, certificate what you of okay. completion that comes okay. from Tech Elevator, but it's very much focused on. Will Justin be signing skills. this? Justin will be yes. signing yes. this. for all the Pittsburgh students. Yes. Exactly right. Signature. Do you have a special pen? <laughs> like when I need you, to buy a you special need a, pen. You need like a quill pen. You dip it in the ink. <laughs> I love that idea. Give it to old <laughs> Justin Driscoll on the line. Just saying. Okay, so, so it's very much focused on practical applications. Right. So the end. So it's twelve. The initial twelve weeks are, are very much about teaching uh, the skills, introducing them to the new concepts, reinforcing those concepts with what we call mini capstones along the gotcha. way. Okay. And the final two weeks is a team-based capstone ah, cool. project. Very much designed to simulate what it would like be like. Like a work environment. So you're on a team. So you get that feeling. Yeah. Excellent. So that becomes uh, part of the portfolio, but the portfolio is being developed along the way with the exercises that the students are doing, as well as their own sort of passion projects and personal projects as they're, that they're building along the way. Very cool. So reminding our listeners, we're talking to Tech Elevator at techelevator.com. Just opening up in Pittsburgh. Cohort's starting in May. So sign up. Um, how many people can you take per class? I'm assuming it's a pretty tight group, like 20, 30 people at most for a cohort? Or So actually, we'll be starting uh, with just 14 students okay. in the initial class. And Excellent. we're doing that deliberately. Right, just to keep um, it tight, kind of get, get, yeah. get it piloted out, tweak it as you go. Yeah, um, but you know that's a great opportunity for the first group of students. Right. There'll be two instructors, so a very low ratio. Wow, so you got students. one instructor per seven yeah. students. And that's right. A full team. So we actually also, and it's important to mention, so we believe in polishing both sides of the coin in gotcha. the sense that you know, a quality junior developer is not only going to have the technical skills to be relevant for the job from day one, but also the soft skills that are really important. And so if we're training them on the technical skills, we also train them on how to secure that first role in technology. Very cool. So we yeah, work That's so important. Through. I mean, you, yeah. you can have all these skills, but if you don't have the other skills to really learn how to get yourself plugged in, that's right. yeah. it's not going to work out. So we have a career development program that runs in parallel with the technical training. It's Very called cool. the Pathway Program. Okay. And it works them through resume workshops, LinkedIn workshops. We teach them interview skills. Gotcha. And we ultimately introduce them to employers uh, to make uh, to, to pair them up with opportunities. Very cool. So the these market. employers, so you're working with companies that are out there. They know that you're training them in a, in a very specific way that's going to meet their needs, I would have to assume, correct? Yes. Cool. Can you tell us who some of these employers are, or is that something that's super yeah, secret? So, or? Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, Justin, maybe you know, you're the guy yeah. with the big network. So, okay. so. we've... Even before we launched in Pittsburgh, we, right. PNC was actually coming to Cleveland yeah. to to hire uh, to hire people. Uh, we've been talking Makes with sense. you know uh, FedEx uh, locally. Okay. 
uh, and really most of the major or the mid-size companies. Right, they they, town. they have big stables of these junior-level developers. They need yeah. to get in because at the end right. of the at the end of the fourteen weeks, they've had the technical side, they've had the pathway mm-hmm. uh, career development work over those fourteen weeks, and they're they're really ready for that junior software development role. That's and exciting. So any of those companies that are hiring junior software developers okay. are going to be really uh, in the sweet spot for our hiring network. I love it. And I think what helps a lot is because we've had the track record of executing in the other Midwestern cities. Right. Um, you know, we have hiring partners like Progressive Insurance, who hired 12 people from us in the last 16 months. Fantastic. We have, um, Huntington Bank, Cardinal Health, Kroger, um, on and on. And so, you know, uh, JP Morgan Chase uh, made 40 offers. See, in the last I think that's year. what's so important is if I'm going to go and invest in some training, I want to know at the end of that tunnel that you have people that are going to want my skills just that's to right. make that closer connection. It's one thing to get something like, hey, you're on your own. See you later. Yeah. Glad you know Java. Yeah, we, we work <laughs> Tell really, us how really it works closely. out. <laughs> exactly. We work really, really, really closely with the students to, n- to not only make sure they graduate, we have a 91% graduation rate okay. and an 89%. Um, placement rate. Placement rate. That's those students. are some so, very impressive within numbers. Six months. Within yeah. six months. Within six months. That's what I'm talking about. So the first cohort starting in May. As you get this thing rolling up, what what are your goals for Pittsburgh? We've got about a minute left. So you want to have like multiple co- cohorts rolling at the same time. Um, how is this going to yeah, work? Yeah, ideally we, we would have we would be graduating close to a hundred or more students per year. Wow. In Java and .NET. That's so, what we need. We need that kind of talent being pumped. We've been into the know, marketplace. I, I've been hearing it for so many years. The lack of supply and software developers, and now there's a tool in town, a platform in town. You were awake at night because of this, Justin. That's right. I remember all of our members like saying, Justin, we need more people. Now there's a, a solution. <laughs> for the problem. That's why he's the right man for the job. So, yeah, I mean, so. we're really excited to contribute. Obviously, there's some great higher education institutions in town. We're additive to that. So, you know, the ability to add 100 new junior developers. We need to have market. different systems and ways to get people That's into right. this pipeline because there's all different types of needs and, and, and abilities out there. And this is, I think, something that's sorely lacking in the Pittsburgh market. Tech Elevator, techelevator.com. Guys, you're the best. I'm glad you're here. And thanks for stopping by the show and telling us your story. Thanks, Thanks very much for having Fantastic us. Fantastic stuff. Hey, we're taking a quick break. We are coming right back with more Tech Vibe Radio. I swear I would never tell you any different. Learn more about the Tech Council by going to pghtech.org. Follow us on Twitter at pghtech. Welcome back. Welcome are, back. Yeah, man. More okay. Tech Vibe Radio. We promised we were coming back, and we did. And here we are. And we got, we got actually, it's been a while. I know. Mm-hmm. Since Haven't we've seen had him in a while. Some years. Some years. Where have yeah. you been? How many? Uh, I think it's been at least four or five. No, five years? I, I think, think so. so. Least, yeah, yeah, exactly. Five years. Exactly. exactly. Wow, a whole lifetime. It feels like yesterday. It feels like yesterday. It does. So our listeners know we have Chris Cochran here from Blue Chip, and Audrey, Audrey just renamed her company for you. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to have to change all the logos. Yeah, exactly. And then he's going to send me the bill for changing all the logos and for the lost business. I've heard it's a really good name. Uh, (laughs) Yes, it is. We like inside jokes here on Tech Vibe Radio. Yeah, I can tell. To make our listeners feel all the more alienated from what we're talking about, because that's what we love doing. The Blue Chip, great, cool company. You've been on the show before, but it's been a while. Yeah. So let's do a little reset here. Chris, Mm -hmm. give us the uh, the quick pitch for Blue Chip. Yeah. So uh, Blue Chip's been around since 2008. Yeah, and um, it's uh, it's now actually part of a different company. I was acquired uh, partnership with a company called ITPS, which uh-huh. is Information Technology Procurement Solutions. That's a good so, acronym for it. I'd rather yeah. say the acronym than to say that whole name. <laughs> so we're actually, yeah. you know, Blue Chip. Um, I'm the president of Blue Chip, and right. so we're a national staffing firm. Um, that's the captain, uh, and so uh, we have about four offices across the country. Our headquarters is here in Pittsburgh, actually in Wexford. 
And um, as a national staffing firm, what's cool is because we're part of ITPS, they have different divisions. And one of the divisions, we have a commercial division, which uh, really focuses on being a, um, a reseller for as a partner for Microsoft, Oracle. Right. Ah, um, and okay. um, we also have another group, which is called Elevate, which really focuses on the K-12 through group. And so we work with education, many of the, man. Absolutely, yeah. Working with the school districts, uh, Mars School Districts, uh, Pine Richland up north, and so lots of school districts where there's a real need. Because what we've found is um, a lot of times in the IT department, um, when teachers go home, students go home. Guess who also goes home? IT departments. Exactly. And so uh, we felt like we could fill that void on a 24 um, seven uh, opportunity there with the students. They go home. Need a pass, uh, you know, pass uh, code reset or right. Anything I, didn't, like that. I never thought about that. So yeah. I guess with all the technology in the classroom and the kids taking the tech home, exactly. they need support. They need they support. Need support. They, so what are the it. kinds of skill sets that you're really seeing in demand right now? Yeah. Well, so it, it blue chip again across the board. I mean, we always say it's it's sort of like from help desk all the way up to ERP. But you know, when you look at what the niches are like in Pittsburgh, if right. you Focus on Pittsburgh. Yeah. You see a lot of the dot net. Um, you didn't say you know, it right. You gotta say dot net. Dot net. You know, it's more Jersey accent. Right. And so, uh, you know, you, you see it. You just see it across across the board. But we do. We're a Microsoft partner, uh, okay. Blue Chip is. So, you know, we we work a ton um, in the um, university setting. So we work with the biggest universities right now uh, in the country. One of the biggest here in Pennsylvania, uh, where we're doing a huge. Um, Office 365 migration for the entire, all wow. the campuses across Pennsylvania. So See, That's crazy um, right there. I yeah. mean, that is, talk about a serious project. Yeah. Holy so, heck, man. So to have, you know, have a school like Penn State come to you and say, this is, you know, we, we put that uh, value into you as a company. Uh, to, They're putting to their the, life in your so, hands. I know. What? I'm just saying, man. Mm. just saying. That's. Well, when I think I of um, the skill set, and you said there, you know, you went across the whole um, sort of array of skills. And you talk about more of that dynamic kind of skill set in terms of .NET and probably Java. What would you tell people today who are going into college and thinking about work? Ooh, I like that question. Just yeah. because of your upfront view about what the demand is. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, again, when we talk, we talk to folks who, um, you know, when they're coming right out of school or those who have been in the marketplace for some time is, you know, pick a niche skill. Pick those skills. I mean, if you're going to be in, in, in IT, um, you know, focus. If it's going to be in .NET, hey, go all in .NET. Uh, if you're going to get into, say, SharePoint, uh, be a SharePoint developer. Um, particular skills um, are, are very much in need in the marketplace, niche skills like a .NET is or there, SharePoint is, is there or Azure. That, is there a danger like in three years that that .NET might fall out of favor? I think of like folks who were cold fusion developers back in like the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. like they knew cold fusion, their career was set, and then it's like everyone went to .NET from cold fusion. Mm -hmm. But haven't they migrated into yeah. the new skill set? I hope. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what you find is because we're an organization that, that provides contract um, labor, right? Mm -hmm. right? Um, contractors, by their very essence, are always looking for the newest technology. Okay. So right? they are lifelong right. learners. So they're hopefully. learners. They're right. learners, Good. right? So, you know, they may be working on .NET and, or, you know, in this case, now HTML5 or it was HTML4. They're gradually getting better in new technologies. Right. And so they jump on the newest well, wave. What about important. the old school technology? I hear, like, lots of banks are on old Fortran and COBOL type stuff <laughs> because, like, they can't afford to be on the yeah. mainframe. They're on the yeah. mainframe, but there's, there's a need for that, for that talent. Mm -hmm. Are there any folks that go in like retro? 
and they're being like, I'm doing this old school. It's 1985 around here. None of my customers okay. have. Um, you it know, could be I, a new niche called old school blue chip. <laughs> Sometimes you see in some government sectors and things right. like that, but um, n- not as uh, not as prevalent okay. uh, from where I'm I'm at. But it does come about once in a while where you get these these needs for the cobalt and you who's go your, like, who's your Fortran oh, guy? Like, yeah. <laughs> so you know, in those cases, that is a niche skill for some people. They they can you know they've been doing it their whole life. So, so a, would you give me advice if I was going into college to go and just do deep dives in code camps and code schools? Yeah. Um, Short answer is yes. Um, I mean, you know, college, it's it's a broad spectrum, right? They, they take on uh, going into a computer science degree. Uh, but ultimately, they what they should do, my recommendation is obviously narrow your focus down as to the type of things that you want to go after. And look at, again, there's so many, there's a plethora of, op, you know, play, ways to learn this. That's through the tech council, learning right. about new uh, new skill sets, going to meetings, learning what are the new technologies, and put your hone your focus in on those things because what's going to happen is, you know, clients come to us all the time. It's like, I need this because we're behind in this. Right. And can you, and it becomes a, a uh, it becomes a real buyer's uh, market, you know? So what about you? How do you keep current? Do mm-hmm. you have any technical skills? No, I have none, actually. I'm a businessman. You I mean, connect I, the I have skills none? to the need. I can't, you can't build a website for us? Actually, that I probably could do. See? But, but that I could do. You just sure. volunteered okay, yourself. Guess You're hired. What? I'm in. There You're you in. Go. Blue chip. I'm, I'm doing it. I'll you do have, it. You have a new unit, web web services. We make it, we'll make it look beautiful. Yeah, well, that's something we can do. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I could actually do part of it. See? I, I could do part of it. Part of it. You can put the see? counter on the bottom so of the So what do you right? see any trends going forward? What do you imagine, like, for over the next couple of years? Yeah, I, I mean, for us, again, every... Every organization. No, but you have a view, and yeah. that's important. Well, I think the Microsoft technology area has been a. I've seen a huge jump Definitely. in that. Really? That yeah. I mean, going uh, obviously cloud first. Going into the cloud is is you know you hear these terms go to the cloud and in the cloud and and it's um, I'm seeing more and more clients in that space. Um, you know, from the Microsoft side, mm-hmm. uh, quite frequently, and, and and all the way into the federal government space. I've we're doing that as well. And so it just seems to be, you know, you asked me at any point in time during the course of a year, uh, last mm-hmm. year it was maybe a little bit different, but right now that's where I see things kind of And so in terms of the other markets that you're in, how do you think we're doing in Pittsburgh? Oh, I, I love this market. You know, that's, that's why I've home my, my company here and the things that we do. Now I have offices in Denver. I have an office right. in, in Dallas. I, I have an office in Chattanooga of all places um, because we work with Volkswagen down there. Oh, but nice. um, oh, cool. Yeah. So, but, but Pittsburgh really is, is a, a place that um, it, you know, it, it's a market that you get to know one another. And once you're in, you can do amazing things here. But I think technology wise, um, it's fantastic. I it really it. is. So. We're, we're having a lot of success here. So we're talking to Chris Cochran from Blue Chip. What's Blue Chip's site? Where can we go and check you guys out? Um, well, Blue Chip, that's B-L-U, right. no E. No uh, E. Chip, and then solutions with an S, dot com. Excellent. So, when people check it out, because I mean, at the end of the day, you're, you're, you're connecting talent to businesses. So you can help businesses that need the talent and people that want to work. Yeah. So you can you have both sides of the equation there. And I want people to check your site out so they can really see the different ways that you can be helpful. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know? And and there's and, and not only can we find you the talent, but one of the great things is we have a knock in Pittsburgh and we have a knock in Denver, but we can we can work with companies who want to 
um, you know, outsource or manage. It's like, um, knock, the, knock, uh, who's knock, there? Knock. Blue chip, you know? man, come on. We're there. <laughs> I love it. No. So great seeing you. Yeah, it's great to see you guys. You know, it was fun. Really gr- glad to hear about your growth. Glad to hear about you planting the flag here in Pittsburgh. Well, it's been great because I remember when you first stopped by Tech Vibe Radio. It was probably around 2009, yeah, 2010. Probably. I was with Maztec back then, too. Uh, okay. It was just as you were spinning up your whole blue chip stuff, and you were just getting it off the ground with yeah. it. And now you come in here, you tell us about the offices that you have. Yeah. The services we're proud that of you. you have. We think it's pretty yeah. cool. We're, we're, th- we're proud of you. Yeah. Well, you guys have been a big help, to be uh, completely honest with you. It's... Uh, it's. I think the, at the end of the day, when you build a business, yeah. um, you build a business to to work with good people. Right. And so I've always built the like promise it. of, hey, you know, work with nice people. Keep it simple. I like work that with philosophy. Good, nice people right. who like to work with you. And at What's the end wrong of the with day, that? that's exactly. A good thing. See, Audrey's looking at me like exactly. I love working with Jonathan. See? I'm so happy to to work with. Him. I can tell. That's what we, I'm that's the way we roll, man. We, we we enjoy you know hanging out, and that's how businesses I should feel be. Blessed. You get yeah. more done, man. We get more done. Absolutely. I think it's really, really cool. I want people to just learn more about you guys because obviously you're playing a big role here in helping tech companies succeed and getting talent matched up where it needs to go. Definitely. Because it's a, it's a both sides of the equation there, Chris. So Thank, thank you, Chris. Yeah, we wish thank you continued guys. success here in Pittsburgh, man. Appreciate with, it. Without a doubt. So another Tech Vibe Radio under the belt. Just reminding everybody, CIO of the Year Awards. I bet you Chris is going. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'll be there. It's April night. April 19th, man. Like, you cannot be there if you're in tech. Like, if you're, if you're, you're just missing out. We'll be putting in nominations next year. Exactly sure. right. 750 people show up. It's a good night. Learn more about that at pghtech.org. One of the millions of ways we like helping tech companies succeed. Just as simple as that. For 35 years. Crazy. 1983. 35 fabulous years. crazy years. Yeah, and we're looking to 35 more. Imagine in 35 years what Pittsburgh's going to be like. I know. Wow. wow. We'll talk about that on another show. We'll do that sometime. Anyhow, we're signing off for now. <laughs> Just learn more about us at pghtech.org. And while you're at it, have yourself an awesome weekend. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.